Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Odessa, Malcolm, there's someone here we would like you to meet. I crawled out of my room and groaned. I had an assignment due, and all these interruptions were totally unacceptable. As soon as we arrived in the living room, Mom introduced the girl who was standing between her and Dad. Meet Genesis, your new sister. My jaw dropped. New sister? Yes! Malcolm squealed, like the annoying 10-year-old that he is. An upgrade to Odessa. I shall call her Odessa 3.0. Oh, and Odessa? Mom looked at me. We are going to need your room to put Genesis in. You will be moved to the attic. Hi, my name is Odessa. If you are watching this video, it means that you are an amazing person. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. Smash that notification bell so you will get notified when more crazy stories like mine are uploaded. As I looked out of the attic window and watched my family hop into the car with Genesis acting like the sister of Chucky, Malcolm overly annoying, and my parents acting as though I didn't exist, unless they wanted me to fetch something for them. I couldn't help but feel relieved that they were going out and I would finally have some peace and quiet. I miss grandma, I thought, as I dragged myself out of bed to attend to the long list of chores that mom left for me to complete. A few days after grandma's funeral, her lawyer called and asked to speak with me and my parents. While he was here, he told us that I was the sole heir to grandma's estate. Mom laughed. <laughs> That dingy old house that she lived in? You could have called us on the phone with this news. Unfazed by the interruption, the lawyer continued. When Odessa reaches 18 years of age, she will receive her grandma's estate in the country that was left to her by her deceased husband worth 3.5 million, as well as 5 million in cash and another 5 million in smaller assets. For the next 24 months, Odessa will also receive $2,000 via bank deposit, and Mr. and Mrs. Dill will continue to receive their $5,000 until Odessa's 18th birthday. Odessa, my secretary, will give you a call a few days before your 18th birthday so we can meet on that day and carry out the rest of the will. As I mopped the kitchen floor, one thing nagged me about Grandma's will. Why didn't she leave anything to her daughter, my mom? Why me? 
Many things changed after we visited Grandma's lawyer. I had to stop all my extra activities at school. I was given a 4 p.m. curfew, and Mom took my bank card, so I didn't have access to the money Grandma's lawyer was sending me every month. Sometimes Mom gave me chores until my knuckles and hands were blistered and bleeding. I was no longer a part of the family. I now felt like nothing more than a maid. I groaned loudly when I heard the family car pull into the driveway. The kitchen door flew open. Hey, Odessa! The movie was really good, and the pizza was even better! Malcolm stomped all over the wet kitchen floor. Odessa, when you're finished these... chores, bring my bag from the car up to my room. I must retry everything I bought at the mall. Aren't Mom and Dad the best parents ever? Genesis chuckled cruelly. Mom and Dad passed and pretended like I wasn't even there. Two more years, Odessa. Two more years. I mumbled under my breath as I re-mopped the kitchen floor. Early one Saturday morning, a few weeks after Grandma died, I told Mom I needed to go to the library to finish an assignment. She told me that as long as I finished all my chores and reached back by 4 p.m., I was allowed to go. I hurried my chores and grabbed my school bag and went on my way. I really wasn't going to the library. I was going to Grandma's house. Grandma gave me a spare key, and she told me to keep it our little secret. Upon reaching Grandma's porch, I noticed that the door was slightly opened. I picked up one of Grandma's concrete plant pots and walked inside slowly. I hid behind Grandma's sofa and saw a man moving from room to room. Why is he here? Maybe he's a thief. Nobody is going to steal anything from my grandma. I jumped up and screamed with the plant pot raised in the air. Startled, the man stumbled backwards as I tackled him. We fought for a few seconds, and the plant pot fell from my hand. I pushed the man hard, and he fell backwards and hit his head on the corner of the table. Taking advantage of the fact that he was dazed, I grabbed the rope under Grandma's kitchen sink and tied him up with little resistance from him. I pulled my phone from my bag. I'm going to call the police. That will teach you for trying to steal from my grandma. I'm not a thief, the man said slowly. I caught you in my grandmother's house lurking around, and you're saying you aren't a thief? Let me guess, you must be some sort of security? I laughed bitterly. I know Charmaine. I'm not a thief. I'm a friend of hers. You knew grandma? The man looked at me confused. She passed away about four months ago. I untied the man. Sorry about attacking you. Don't worry about it. You are feisty, just like your grandma. How did you know my grandma? Your grandma and I were actually high school sweethearts. I was a nerd and she was the most popular girl in school. We planned to get married right out of high school, but my family moved away and we lost touch. Your grandma was my first true love. And she was 99% of the time the reason why I got into trouble as a teenager. He laughed heartily. Do you mind telling me some of your stories with Grandma? I would love to. The man introduced himself as Dwight Ambrose. We spoke for hours about all the things that he and Grandma did when they were teens. It was nice having someone to talk about Grandma, since my mom never spoke about her after she died. Dwight's stories brought Grandma's memories to life. It was nice getting to know the younger side of Grandma. I looked at my watch. 3.15 p.m. Dwight, do you mind if we meet again to talk about Grandma? I would love to, but next time, let's meet somewhere we could eat. Talking makes me hungry. Dwight <laughs> chuckled as he rubbed his stomach playfully. 
That Saturday was the first of many Saturdays that Dwight and I shared together. The twinkle that Dwight got in his eyes when he spoke about Grandma melted my heart and comforted me knowing that my grandma's memory would live on. One Friday night, Genesis and some of her friends were having a sleepover. Mom told Genesis that whatever she wanted, she should ask me. And boy, did she ask. Genesis had me back and forth getting snacks and drinks for her and her friends. When I entered her room, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Genesis and her friends were trying out new hairstyles. Genesis was curling her hair with a curling iron by the vanity. I placed a glass of juice in front of her and someone bumped me from behind, causing the juice to spill all over her. In her rage, Genesis not only screamed at me, but pressed the hot curling iron into my wrist. Her friends laughed and I cried as I pulled my hand away. I ran to the bathroom and turned on the tap as I allowed the water to cool my wrist. When I showed my parents what Genesis did, mom said I probably deserved it. The next day, I didn't tell my parents when I left the house. I wore a long sleeve t-shirt, even though it was hot out. T. Rosaria. I was flipping through the menu when he arrived. Hey, how's my favorite 16-year-old doing? We ordered and chatted for a bit. Something wrong? You're usually quite the chatterbox. I'm okay. Just a lot on my mind today. Dwight nodded, but he continued to look at me suspiciously. After we ate, I offered to clear the pizza box and cups from the table. One of the cups still had a little juice, and it fell on the sleeve of my shirt. Without thinking, I pulled up the sleeve, revealing my ugly scar. Odessa, who did that to your wrist? No, no, no. You leave those things there and tell me what's going on. Reluctantly, I told him about what Genesis did the night before, and before I knew it, I was telling Dwight about everything that was happening at home. By the time I was done, my face was stained with tears, and my vision was blurred by the tears I was trying to hold back. Dwight called over one of the waitresses, a middle-aged woman, and asked her if she could take me to the washroom and help me wash up. When I got back to the booth, the table was cleared and Dwight was on the phone. I sat and waited patiently till he came off. I was just on the phone with someone who is more than willing to help you out. She's just around the corner. She should be here in about 15 minutes. How about we get some ice cream while we wait? I nodded. Dwight got up and purchased the ice cream. He kept the conversation light, not really expecting me to answer. Hi, I see you're filling up on dessert before you have dinner again. A female voice said. Dwight chuckled and stood up. He moved to the side and allowed the woman into the booth before he sat down. 
Odessa, this is my wife, Sandra Ambrose. She extended her hand and I shook it. Dwight just told me about your dilemma. Would you mind telling it to me yourself? Her voice was soft and caring. Sandra Ambrose was the head of the social services division in our county. After hearing my story, she asked me if I wanted to stay with my family or if I wanted to move. I told her that I wanted to move, but I didn't have anywhere to go. Dwight and Sandra looked at each other as though they were having a non-verbal conversation. After a few seconds, Dwight looked at me. We would be happy to keep you until we find you a suitable home. Dwight and I chatted as Sandra made a few calls. When she was finished, she looked at me. Let's go and get your things. By the time Dwight, Sandra, and I got to my parents' home, there was a police car outside. Sandra spoke with the officers, and we all walked to the front door. Sandra knocked on the door, and Mom opened it. Good afternoon, Mrs. Dill. My name is Sandra Ambrose. I am from Social Services. This is my husband, Dwight Ambrose, and these are officers Diaz and Raymond. I am here on behalf of Odessa, who has filed a report against your negligence and abuse against her. Because of her age, we don't need a court hearing to remove her from your home. Will you allow us to come in so she can retrieve her things? Mom nodded and stayed silent. Dwight, Officer Diaz and I went to my room to gather my stuff while Officer Raymond and Sandra spoke with Mom. Within 30 minutes, everything was bagged and taken to the car. I didn't look at any of my family members as I walked out of that house for the last time. Dwight and Sandra didn't have children of their own, so in the end, they decided to adopt me. I moved school so I wouldn't have to interact with Genesis. Living with Dwight and Sandra made me realize how much love I missed out on growing up with my parents. On my 18th birthday, I told Dwight and Sandra that I wanted to take them to lunch, but I needed to make one stop first. I visited Grandma's lawyer and was given a letter. Nothing in the world could have prepared me for the contents of the letter. The letter stated that my mother wasn't really my mother. She was my aunt. But that wasn't as mind-boggling as the other part of the letter that said Grandma wasn't my grandma. She was really my mother. A few years after my grandma's husband died, she rekindled the flames of her high school sweetheart. After about three months, he was called back on duty and he left. Grandma never told him that she was pregnant. Even though they wrote to each other over the years, he had found love somewhere else and had gotten married after retiring from the service. After giving birth, she got heart complications and wasn't given long to live. She gave rights to her sister so I wouldn't end up in the foster system and she ensured that she sent money every month to take care of her baby girl. Now that I was 18, it was only right that I found out who my real parents were. Just then, the secretary knocked on the door and asked the lawyer if he was ready for the next client. The lawyer nodded and stood up to welcome the client into the office. Good day, Mr. Ambrose. Thank you for joining us. The lawyer and Dwight shook hands before they sat. What are you doing here? I looked at Dwight, then the lawyer. Well, that's what I'd like to know. The lawyer told Dwight that his name was given as the father of Charmaine Tesla's daughter. Do you mean to say that Dwight... My voice trailed off. The lawyer nodded. Mr. Ambrose, I would like to introduce to you Odessa Dill, your daughter. Now, if you would follow me, there is someone here to take your DNA to confirm that you are indeed daughter and father. Dwight and I stood holding each other crying for at least 10 minutes before we followed the lawyer to the next room. 
At lunch, we told Sandra all about the events at the lawyer's office. We laughed, we cried, we held hands despite the queer looks people were giving us in the restaurant. Sure enough, when the results came in, it was confirmed that Dwight and I were father and daughter. I changed my last name to Ambrose, and Sandra and Dwight changed their own will and added me into it even though I begged them not to. There is a saying, life begins at 40. But my life began at 18, when my real mother gave me something more precious than money or anything money could buy. She gave me a new start with a new family. I know that she is watching over me. I finally have the life that I deserve.